Hello and welcome back to our second episode of the Black and Gold podcast for the 2021-22 year. If you've not already heard our Welcome Back podcast, you can find it on our social media and Spotify. My name is Ewan James and I am the social media officer for Sportscom this year, as well as the host for the Black and Gold podcast. And today I am joined by three very special guests. Firstly, Sportscom owns mature student representative Helen Radford. So Helen, how has your summer been for, from a sporting perspective? Hi, um, yeah, it's been a really good summer. It's been great um, to be back competing. Um, I do equestrian um, and uh, obviously with COVID, um, sport was obviously stopped and then um, one of my horses had an injury. Um, but I've managed to ride at the Royal International and qualify for Horse of the Year show later this year. So um, it picked up a lot. <laughs> Well, congratulations on that. So thank you for joining me. Uh, and next up is Sportscom LGBTQ plus representative Rowan Garwood. As a member of Trampolining Club, how good will it be to be back bouncing on a trampoline this coming year, Rowan? Absolutely amazing. It's been great being back on it over summer in our summer sessions. Um, we've, we're hoping for lots of freshers to join us in the new year, which will lead to some great new faces and a lot of bouncing time which will be great yeah hopefully we'll be yeah, plenty of uh, freshers back in your uh, club this year and uh, last but certainly not least is sportscom's international student representative phillips venson so phil what are you most looking forward to this year when it comes to sport um i'm honestly really looking forward to start competing in games again seeing now that the uh, covid restrictions have been lifted uh, unfortunately we couldn't have any last year so Really, really looking forward to that. And then, fingers crossed, we actually have our um, varsity this year. Yeah, we all are looking forward to that, hopefully, because I I personally have not seen one yet, so I would be very appreciative if we can actually get one this year. So the idea for this pod is to discuss with our new widened engagement leads, who are the first iteration of these roles for Sportscom, just how important sport can be for people they represent. So starting with Phil. Moving to university can be a scary process for everyone, but even more so for those who have to travel to a new country and become acclimatized to the culture. Just how useful can sports be in that effect to help settle international students as well as meeting new people? Well, I mean, when I first came to university, I thought it was very daunting to try to meet friends and sort of gain friends and kind of go out and stuff like that. But um, I personally found that through joining a sport at the university allowed me to kind of get to know people a lot easier in a really more friendly environment. Um, it has also just allowed me to excel in an area or excel my fitness and stuff like that. And as I said, as you mentioned also, it, um, it does actually help acclimatize yourself to sort of the British culture, which can be quite challenging if you're trying to do it yourself. Um, so I've only seen strictly really many benefits coming from it, to be honest. Yeah, and with you do lacrosse personally, I know, and um, mm. it is an international language in a way almost because you may not fully get the full language of uh, of coming to moving to England, but when you have that sort of experience of playing lacrosse and meeting new people, it is that new way of making friends, isn't it? Yeah, exactly as you said. So I mean, it just allowed me to make some of my personally like, some of my closest friends I've made at uni. I've made through the sport. Um, and I don't think I would have ever done that if I didn't join. So it being it, it really helped me sort of find a, a really like welcoming and nice place to be when I'm here at university. Yeah. And if you could speak to your first year self, what would your main advice be about joining a sport? And would there be anything you wish you had done differently in a way? 
I feel like I would have personally would like to have gone to more give it a go sessions. Um, I think there are plenty of very unique and interesting sports at the university that I think it's just a shame to kind of try to stick to one. But I think you should try to take advantage and try as many as you can when you Uh, sorry, could you just repeat that last bit? I think you cut out a little bit. Oh, sorry about that. Um, I basically just wanted to say, um, take advantage of all the give it a go sessions that we have and really give a chance to try as many different sports as you have here because the university offers a wide range of very unique sports as well. Yeah, massively. And for, for me personally, I know when I moved from South Wales up north, it was daunting in a way. And it may not be the same as many international students who have to come to a completely different mm. culture. But I personally took a baseball in first year and it was something I'd never done before. Was lacrosse something that you started in first year or had you, had you done it back home as well? I mean, I've, I've, I had done it a little bit, so I didn't really have too much prior experience. But it was always a sport I was interested in. So prior to coming to university, I knew I wanted to try it. Um, went up going to the give it a go session and then just fell in love with it, uh, fell in love with it there. Um, but I did also go to plenty of other ones that I found really, really fun. But uh, for me personally, it ended up being lacrosse. Yeah. What was, uh, was, there, what was the one in particular other than lacrosse that you enjoyed in the give it a go sessions? Uh, I gave golf a give it a go. I gave ultimate frisbee, um, tennis. There was plenty of other ones I wish I had done, such as sailing, surfing, um, and climbing as well, which I think would have been really fun. But this year, I'm looking forward to actually attending uh, a lot more. What would be your main argument for joining the sport if you spoke to an international student in this Freshers Week? Well, I feel like if you've traveled to a new country for university, I feel like you should try to get out there more and see what the country has to offer. Um, and that's what I think sport has really done for me, because as I said, it's helped me find friends. It's helped me kind of get used to the sore British culture we have here. Um, it's also taken all around the UK for games and tournaments and stuff like that. And also when I've taken the sport back home, it's allowed me to travel the world with different teams. So I think it's just only been but positive things. Yeah, so it's also, yeah, you had loads of incredible opportunities mm. and if you could pick one highlight from those opportunities you've had, which would be your major, wow, I'm glad I did that. Uh, I have to say, I think it has to be winning varsity my first year at university. That was one of the most amazing things I've ever done. Just the feeling of that, I have to say, was uh, pretty fun. Great. Uh, thank you very much, Phil. We'll speak to you later. Thank you. Uh, moving on to Rowan. So as a part of the LGBTQ plus community, sometimes people do feel a little worried or anxious about joining a sport. But what has your experience been at university involving sport? Honestly, my team have been great. Um, they are so lovely and so supportive. They have educated themselves so much since, even since I've joined, just to make it more inclusive and more welcoming for me. Um, joining a sport can be really daunting, especially if you're trans, it can be really gendered. Um, but genuinely, a lot of the people at uni are there to fight for you and like help you get involved with it. Um, and sports comma as well, that's literally my role, um, is to help make it so that you can get involved with no fuss and no big bad things happening because actually it's a really great thing to get involved in. Yeah, and you said there about how the team is almost in a way educated themselves to help you out more. In a way, it is almost beneficial for both sides, whether you're part of the LGBTQ community or if you're uh, heterosexual and 
would you say that's, like you said, a major benefit for both sides in a way? Absolutely. I think the people who are on my team have actually learned an awful lot from it and have gained a, a different perspective on both sport and the world in general, which I think is always a good thing. Yeah. And some people, I'd say, find solace by essentially coming out to their sporting groups. Um, so just how reveal, uh, relieving, in a way, can this be? Oh, it can be really relieving. Uh, sport can create such a sense of community and to have a sports team that accepts you for you, that creates this safe space around you, that's there for you no matter what, is just this utter relief that, you know, you have a space to be. So when you first came to university, had you taken up trampolining before or was this your first time doing it? It actually is a sport that I've done before. I've been doing it since I was about eight. So four year gap due to location. Um, but I'm also a coach as well. So I have quite a lot of experience with it. Oh, lovely. And when, if you were to speak to someone who is a part of the LGBT community, what would the advice be to them to get involved with sport? Don't be afraid to. It can be a really scary thing to do, but don't be afraid to because there are places and sports that you can most definitely get involved in and if you're feeling a little lost just ask because all of the committees here are absolutely lovely and will be willing to help you out yeah and in many ways you mentioned before about how people like specifically trans people may feel a little bit uncomfortable by the gender barriers but how have you seen this try to like break down in the sportscom and as well as the other communities how has that been breaking down over the past few years um well my roles in university are a huge part of that so of course i'm the lgbtq rep for sports committee so i'm actively working to put in advice and rules so that it makes it so much more inclusive and so that trans people can compete in the category that they're comfortable in um, I'm also the trans welfare officer for the LGBTQ committee. So my role is to make university as a whole a lot more inclusive and breaking down those barriers is something that I've been working a lot towards. But even on a small scale, my trampolining team, when I first joined, they went to Bucks, who are, of course, the big competition league for universities, and they got them to change the rules because they were like you're not clear on trans competitors and we want you to be and now the rules are clear and you can compete in whichever category you're most comfortable in which I think is great so a lot has changed recently and a lot is being put in to work towards it being fully inclusive. Yeah that's incredible and just finally as well as last point um when people move into university, there's sometimes concern and all that, but there's also times where they may be leaving a more volatile or not welcoming community back home, maybe in their own lives. And that is a big part of the LGBT plus community. How can that be that relieving part of moving to university? It's a utter freedom. You're suddenly in a totally new environment when no one knows you where no one has any preconceptions of you and you can start again. And when you join a sports team, yes, they don't know you, but they will get to know you. And having personally come from somewhere that is not the most inclusive or welcoming of people like me, having this team that 
loves me for me rather than despite me is incredible and it's just such this freeing feeling that I would utterly recommend. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you very much, uh, Rowan. We'll come back to you later on in, in the podcast. And so finally, Helen, in your messages to me before this podcast, you said how you hated the word mature when describing your role. It's <laughs> a sort of stigma when it comes to all the members of our university cohort in joining a new sport. Yeah, I just think, well, we do live in a bit of a judgmental world, don't we? I just really hate that word mature. I just think maybe I'm a bit immature. Maybe that's why I don't like it. <laughs> um, but it makes me think of like old, really like middle-aged people. And I think, you know, the age category of a mature student is very over 21. Um, and you're in the prime of your life still. So I just think it's got that sticky boundary on it um which yeah just I I personally don't like it <laughs> um and I guess my point and my role is to um I guess my role is to um encourage um students who aren't coming in as 18 year olds to come and join in sports clubs um which sounds really funny to me like that there would even need to be a role like that but I understand it by coming back to school um, school to university as um, a postgraduate student and there's that worry that you're going to be thrown in amongst freshers and um, 18 year olds but actually age is just a number and I have now got friends from all different age groups, um, which happens when you go into a working life as well. Um, so what I would say is don't let your age be a barrier to coming and joining the sport, um, no matter whether you're starting out as an undergraduate or a postgraduate student. I really recommend um, coming to sports fair, having a look round. Perhaps you've already been at university and um, you did a sport there but you want to change and do something different uh, sports fair is a great opportunity to go around and do that and just like Rowan and Philip have both said um, the black and gold community is friendly supportive open and yeah just wants to get to know new people yeah and you mentioned there about how it's almost like when you go into university uh, sorry when you go past university that in work you're gonna have people of all different ages how would you say being a mature student um can benefit you by if you join a sports club in the future because it's you're learning something new I suppose and is to use the old adage you can't teach an old dog new tricks in a way <laughs> um, well, I just think it's the same in any aspect of life I think you know just like Philip said, as an, as an international student coming to a new country, there's loads of things you can be learning and picking up. And I think that comes from age as well, I guess. There's things you can share um, with younger students and even learn from younger students as well. Um, but I think that that's a given for any aspect of life and any any new situation that you're going to. It's it's exciting. You can learn more. You can meet new people. You can educate yourself. Um, so, yeah, I'd say that's a, a massive plus. Yeah, and in the messages, you also mentioned how you wanted to break down the stereotypes about mature students competing in sports. Just what, what are those stereotypes and how do you hope to achieve 
this goal of breaking down the stereotypes? Um, I think some, I have been told before I'm too old to do something, <laughs> whether that's too old to be out um, on a night out. Uh, I don't know why people think you're too old all of a sudden. Um, and that for me is a massive stereotype. I think also um, for some sports, like maybe at an elite level, you do get to a certain point when perhaps you're not, or you can't sustain a certain fitness compared to someone much, much younger. But um, I think on a university level, um, that's completely different and there's no reason why you shouldn't be joining in in a sport. And, um, you know, a lot of clubs do um, beginner leisure membership. So, and, you know, it goes without saying there's so many benefits to fitness um, and doing a sport, especially at university, because I think um, courses can be really demanding. And for me, my sport is a bit of an outlet. Um, so it's really good for mental health and well-being. Um, but yeah, I think like the main stereotypes can possibly be sometimes a bit like why you're at university when you're over the age of 21 or, um, you know, do you, can you perform at the same level as someone that's much more younger? But my answer would be like, yeah, come and watch me. <laughs> and, and so I don't think it should ever be a barrier. Yeah, massively. And have you ever had someone come up to you or have you ever heard of stories of people thinking, I'm not bothering to join a new sport because I'm too old and away for it? Yeah, I think in life in general, people often refer to their age, I'm too old or uh, I can't do that because of, of this number, this, this magical number, which stops people from living life. And I think, and it is living life, you know, yes, yeah, it's, it's Joining a sports club, it probably sounds really small, but as the other two guests have already said, you know, it's the black and gold community, my sport club, equestrian, it's meant everything to me. Like it's it's given me so much enjoyment why I've been at university. I've met great friends. Um, like I say, it's been a really good outlet for my mental health and well-being. Um, and I've learned loads and I had a massive confidence. Um, problem in in my sport in performing and being part of this university club has allowed me to um, improve that um, so I've got a lot to be grateful for um, so I have heard people say it but I, I honestly think no come down come down to sports fair I'm actually going to be there all day um, come and say hello and um yeah, like get involved because age shouldn't be a barrier at all. Yeah, massively. And obviously a lot of us are going to be at a sports fair on, uh, well, it'll be tomorrow when this podcast is released. And we will, we all will be happy to speak to anyone who wants to discuss uh, any of these issues they may have, depending on what part of it, if they're international, if they've had the LGBTQ+, plus, or if they're a mature student. So happily, please come and speak to us. Um, and finally, Ellen, what would your advice be to any older students that are looking to start a new sport? Oh, I, I think it's a great opportunity for coming to university to get involved in a new sport. Um, this is your time, basically. And um, yeah, no one knows you here yet. Um, so it can be like a complete fresh start. 
um so I I, I just think it's really exciting and get when I always go to sports fair and I always look around and then I get talking to people in other clubs and I think oh I'm going to join and then sometimes because of time um in the academic year and because I'm already part of a sports club you don't always get to do that but it's but you know change you know brings new experiences and I think that's really exciting yeah awesome thank you very much for speaking Helen and but after this break we will be discussing the best memories of our guest as well as the goals for this year Welcome back. Um, so now we're going to be discussing the best memories and goals for this upcoming year for all three of our guests. So I'll start with uh, Hel- Helen, I'll start with. Um, what are some of your best memories over your time at university when competing in your sport? Um, varsity is always a great memory, um, especially, which I don't think many other sports clubs can perhaps say this, but 2020 was uh, great for us because we were the only sports club that actually got a varsity and we made it a winning one. (laughs) So, um, and we were at the riding centre and everyone was saying about COVID and how varsity was going to be stopped. And I was the president at the time and all I could think was, please, please win. Please let us win. If we're the only sport to compete, we have to win this. So... That was a massive moment and it meant a lot. Yeah, I, as I said earlier in the podcast, I have yet to seen a, uh, a varsity in my, well, this will be my third year now. And honestly, it was one of the big reasons why I chose Sheffield because I remember watching all the YouTube channels about all the varsity and the big events and how the hockey and the football and how awesome they looked. What would you describe the atmosphere of varsity being like, Helen? Oh, it's just, I was going to say this actually in my first, in the first part of this podcast, is once you are in a sports club, that just opens you up to this even bigger family or community. Um, Just because, like, for instance, I do equestrian, it's, you know, I've made friends in different sports clubs as well. And so Varsity is this this huge celebration of what, you know, we, we talk about this black and gold community, but it really is. For me, I would even go as far as to say it's a, a family, really, because and varsity is just a massive celebration of that. It really brings all the different teams together. We all want each other to do really well. And, um, yeah, it's just a really buzzy two weeks in the university calendar um, and it's just, yeah, it's just so much fun. And you get to meet even more people. You get to go and watch sports that you may never have watched. You know, for me personally, um, I've, I, you know, I hadn't been to see ice, ice hockey before coming to university. And then I got to go, I got the opportunity to go and watch that. And it, I mean, that is just incredible. Such a good atmosphere. Yeah. So for any freshers that are joining, I've not heard of any of the sports. Uh, basically ice hockey is the finale of Varsity and from what I've seen the atmosphere is incredible with both Hallam and Uniov selling out for ice hockey every year and it's also the final sport of year and often it's not decisive but people still get very excited for it to say the least I've heard some very funny stories of some of the antics and hopefully it'll be the same again this year <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, hope so. I hope we get Varsity now 
yeah, and speaking of the goals, for, for, speaking of uh, the head of ECU, um, what are some of your goals? We'll do a bigger piece on this uh, on our social medias, but just in brief, what are some of your goals for this year, Helen? Um, some of my personal goals, I am due to complete my PhD at the end of October, which um, hopefully that will happen. <laughs> and then um, from a sporting perspective, I've got Horse of the Year show coming up at the NEC in Birmingham. Um, so I'm hoping to at least get a placing there. Um, I'm also in for the semi-finals for the Olympia qualifiers, which will be I qualify for that will be in New Year's Eve, which will be fantastic to welcome in the new year doing that. And then from a club perspective, um, I'm really hoping um, we can qualify for regionals this year. And yeah, it'd be just amazing to get to compete at one last varsity as well. Yeah, I'm sure everyone will join me in wishing you the best of luck with your goals ahead. So thank you very much for joining me. Thank you. Um, so moving on now to uh, Phil, um, Helen mentioned there about Varsity and the atmosphere and competing in it as well. Have you personally competed in Varsity in your time at university? Yes, so uh, I managed to actually compete in uh, two Varsities uh, my time here at Sheffield. Um, I have to say the, the first one I had was unbelievable. Um, I think it was the atmosphere, it was just the weather, it was everything about it that just made it absolutely perfect. Um, and it actually ended up being a, a three-win varsity for the club as well. So that means the both women's teams, or no, sorry, both men's teams and then the women's team actually uh, came away with a win. Um, and uh, it was personally my first time playing in such event as varsity. And I have to say, it was just unbelievable. Yeah, and yeah, like I said before, I've said plenty of times, it just does look like an atmosphere. The atmosphere looks incredible and... It'll be the same again this year, as long as we touch wood, get it. Um, and so would you say that's your personal highlights or have you got another favourite memory from your time at Sheffield? Um, I think I've got another memory. And I think that was actually uh, winning the league with uh, the lacrosse team my first year as well. That was uh, that was really, really fun. Because um, I mean, when I came to the university, it wasn't the best, but... Um, just through playing, I saw myself, just my skills increase as well. And it was fun to be able to put that on the field at a uh, really, really tough match at the end of the season, which uh, turned out to letting us win actually the league. And I think uh, that was definitely one another one of my highlights at the university as well. Yeah, amazing. And uh, like with Helen, what are some of your personal club and sporting goals for this year ahead? Well, uh, personal goals. Uh, would like to graduate from the master's program I'm doing now. Um, I also have some personal goals where I would like to sort of increase the, the number of um, students we have joining lacrosse this year because I think it's just a, it's a great sport. Um, it would be fun to actually be able to increase the number of uh, men we actually have playing lacrosse as well because it's uh, usually a lot more of women playing. Um, and I think it would be also be fun to uh, see the team that we have now to uh, actually get promoted to the, the league above. Amazing. So, um, oops, sorry. Yeah. No, no, continue. Sorry, what were you going to say? No, I, was, I, I wasn't sure if you were finished. It was all gone. Continue. Um, yeah, and then uh, personally, I'm uh, also trying to get onto the uh, the uh, the national team where I come from as well. So that should be quite interesting uh, to compete in the European Championships coming up this uh, this spring. Well, that sounds like a very big goal, and I like I said, <laughs> uh, we wish you all the best in that. So thank you very much for joining thank me. You. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much.
Yeah, thank you. And um, finally, on to Rowan, uh, we've discussed varsity and all your personal highlights. What are some of your personal highlights in trampolining or sporting-wise at Sheffield? Oh, so trampolining is actually the only sport I do currently. But some of my highlights from it is the competition that we hosted was just so good. It was so wholesome. We had the best night out and a great competition. Um, it was just so much fun and there was just so much of this community that we keep talking about of like everyone just looking out for each other, making sure they're doing good, making sure it all gets organised and flows great. And it was just such a lovely event to see all of these teams from all over the north coming and crashing in our sports hall and being like, yeah, we're going to trampoline and we're going to sleep on other people's floors and it's going to be great. It was great. Uh, and my other personal highlight was when there was this one session where I landed my first somersault at the end of my routine. Um, and I also broke a spring of the trampoline, which for anyone who doesn't know trampolining, that's that's a fairly big achievement. You've got to put a fair amount of force into that. Um, and I got a round of applause from it. So that was that was a personal highlight. It's a unique one, I'll say that. <laughs> and... Um... <laughs> You mentioned there something that I completely forgot about, but I've it's been massive for me, is the um, socials afterwards in sporting events. So if people don't know, we host a weekly uh, sports social on a Wednesday called Raw, where a lot of people, they often go on a bar crawl around West Street before ending the night in the foundry. And some of my favourite nights are from those socials. And it is an incredible feeling, isn't it, when you're joined by so many different sporting clubs amongst your friends and you just see the people in the black and gold community and it is incredible to see the vast numbers isn't it it absolutely is i mean i will say as me personally i'm not a club person so i've not actually been to raw but we do also do quite a few sober socials across the year depending on which club and we're trying to encourage it more this year um but even just going on a night out and maybe going for breakfast with your club at the start of uni christmas day or like joining them for pre's at someone's house it's just so much fun yeah massively i remember uni uh, christmas day last year uh, sorry for first year i was i had a class in the morning by at i ended up meeting my mates and we watched um home alone in the morning and it was it was a drinking game over time and that's it. That's always a lot of fun but like you said it's not all about the drinking it's about the social atmosphere as well and we very much in our community encourage each sport to have at least one non-drinker social a year, but obviously it's up to the clubs themselves. So it is an incredible atmosphere, no matter what time of year, but especially around varsity, as I've, as we've all been saying. And finally, Rowan, for your goals of the year, could you briefly run down some of them? So personally, my goals for the year are to work on my level two coaching qualification, which will be exciting. Um, and to maybe do back somersaults, who knows? But in terms of working on sports committee, I really want to increase the awareness and education around being LGBTQ in sport and how sports can better support them um, and hopefully work towards making the facilities and other things more inclusive as well. Um, yeah, and just to have a fun time. I just want to have fun. I just want to enjoy myself. So that's that's my goal. Yeah, definitely. 
Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, all, that's why we are uni for, aren't we? It's all, yes, it's all about getting your education, but at the same time, we want to have a good time. We don't want people to miss out so massively, and we hope that now with COVID, hopefully, touch wood again, um, reducing, that we can have a uninterrupted year of uh, sports at university as well as university life. So thank you very much, Rowan, for speaking with us. No worries. Thanks for having me. So thank you for joining us for the second episode of the Black and Gold podcast for 2021-22. I would like to thank our guests, Rowan Garwood, Philip Svensson and Helen Radford. And we hope you enjoy your first week as a fresher. You, we hope you have a good time, but not too good of a time. And you kickstart your life as a university student the way you'd hoped. And don't forget, you are now a part of a Black and Gold army.